Liz. And welcome to Pod Return to the Waking Sands. We are a Final Fantasy XIV companion podcast where we explore the lore and story of Hydaelyn and beyond. My name is Jen and I'm joined by my co-host and researcher. I'm Levi. Hi, Levi. Hello, Jen. Hello, Jen. <laughs> Today, we are playing through the Hawk Manor Hard Optional Dungeon. Optional Dungeon. To recap our past knowledge, Jen, Hawk Manor used to be the home of Gordania's leaders until they decided to abandon it because they felt like they were putting on airs. So they handed over that residence to a prominent Ellison family, the Dartan Corps. This went okay until recently when a Lady Amandine was disfigured during the Calamity and an Asian nudged her towards enacting gruesome rituals and courting Void Scent as a means of restoring her beauty. But we killed her, or so we thought. Oh, shit. Um, I'm glad we're doing this because the Manic Manor, the blue pickup quest, has been sitting in my my duty list for months. I picked it up by accident months ago. Jen, you know that you can abandon those, right? And they go back to start? Technically, and also, yes. Technically, yes. And also, Jen, it is Maniac Manor. That's the quest name, which is a riff on Maniac Mansion, the popular old PC adventure game. There we go. Okay. Thank you for that. I did not know. I didn't I didn't play PC games. Except for that that one. Oh shit, there was two. There was like uh the island of Dr. Wizard or something like that. Um it was like a bunch of like logic, math, art, whatever, like puzzles and questions and you had to I don't it's so vague. It's like it's like a fever dream trying to remember it. And then there was another game that was like you were a little submarine and you had to like toot 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 your way through the ocean to, um, I don't know, do something. But it was like there was like a little submarine game and then the, the island of fucking Mr. Wizard or some shit. This is crazy. Anyway. Was it Dr. Moreau? Uh, no, not at all. Not affiliated in any way, shape, or form. I see. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, so... In Eorzea, we get news about a quest called Maniac Manor from an Elizan archer named Lorianne, who meets us in Mordona's Tavern. Ah, oh, that's where I got it. Okay. She says that she heard rumors of screams arising from the manor recently. This is no good, so we <laughs> press her for details, and we learn that our former acquaintance, Ursendel, is the one who heard this ruckus. Right. And he was the guy who petitioned us the first time. Yes. Um, well, the first time was a whole investigation to figure out what was going on. Why are people going missing? And then we found him and called him on, on it. And he's like, well... Oh, my lady has been eating people or whatever, or consuming yes. their flesh and souls and whatever in pursuit of her original beauty because Asians. So... Um, Ursendel is hanging out again in like northern old Gridania. And he's chilling on a bench looking very forlorn. And he's like, hey, oh, hey, you're the one who helped me out the last time. Thank you. Um, however, 
the the screaming continues basically. So I um so I, I after the last situation, I met with the wood whalers to give them um a report on everything that went down. And they're like, okay, great. We're going to do our own investigation. We're going to go to Hawk Manor and walk around just to, I guess, confirm your story. And to a point they did, but they did not find Lady Amandine's body. They wanted to go and see her body. Sure. It's like proof that like she's she's done. Like we don't have to worry about it. They anymore. go there to verify and they don't return. Ursendel went with them to the manor. And after some time, he waited outside for some time. He heard horrendous screams from the household. He mustered the courage to investigate and beheld a terrible sight. What that was, he won't share. Something from out of this world. So he fled. And now, because the first squad of whalers went missing, they're now sending in a second squad to go looking after the first squad. Yeah, and he's like, y'all, that's dumb. They're going to die just like the first squad did. And this is when he is like, you need to intervene before more people die. Yeah. And that's why we're going in again. So we do. We head after the second squad rushing to the manor. And we enter. Thank you to the group that ran with us on minimum item level. Item level? Yeah. 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 No, instead of like eye level, you're like spilling it out. Item level. That's what it's called, Jen. You're not wrong. Joining us were Fiona Rodane on Scholar and Quill Lyric on Black Mage. Yes. Nice. I ran Warrior and Jen ran Bard. Had to get that relic kill. We enter the manor and immediately run into a huddle of people. Yeah, this is new. Normally we're there alone. (laughs) Uh, But no, it's it's the second squad and they're chilling and uh, we're like, hey, yo, don't go in there. Just don't. Um, And it seems like a couple of them maybe have gone in already and they're, they're, uh, you know, doing the whole like crouch on the ground. They're trying to recover come to terms with what they've seen all of that stuff but like now we're gonna go one of them begs us to save their comrades we are also treated to the generic hard mode dungeon music it's unnecessarily funky it's really like synthesize yep (laughs) it's kind of off-putting it's not, it's not my favorite. It is what Well, it is. you'll hear it again, Jen. Yeah. Don't worry. Definitely. Because they love this track for hard dungeons. <laughs> Darn. Even compared to our last visit, this place is absolutely trashed. Furniture is piled up, blocking most passages, and books litter the stairs leading up to the second level, which is our only available path. Yes. Heading down an upper hall, we see a crouched wood whaler pleading to the matron seconds before a void sent succubus zaps him, transforming him into a demonic soldier. Yeah, so these are the altered whalers. And we're going to see a few of them. And yeah, they just basically look like demons now. They're fucked up. 
you'll only see a few gin if you fuck up. Oh, I see. It's on, on us if they're altered or not. Oh, okay. So we slay the transformed whaler and we press on. Suck. So Jin, do you remember the signature mechanic from regular Hawk Manor? The tiny keys? Oh, very much so. Yes. Well, everywhere. I hope you Fucking liked everywhere. it, Jin, because it's back. Yay! And there's more of them. And we don't, like, yeah, I wouldn't know what to do in Hawk Manor if we didn't have tiny keys. Well, good thing you do. Because we slay some void scent and we get a tiny key and we open a door. Beyond that, there is more void scent. These doors we slay them. are too big for tiny keys. We get another tiny key. We open the door. <laughs> Beyond that is more void scent. Yes. We slay them. They drop a tiny key. It's we a, open the next door. It was, it's literally like copy paste. Copy paste. It's same group of shit. I'm like, didn't we just do this? Yeah. We got to really feel that mechanic gen. Because remember, it, it's felt it. like Hawkman or harder. We really have to earn that tiny key. We do. In each of these rooms, there is a succubus and a few imps. By them, there is a kneeling wood whaler. If we kill the enemies soon enough, then the wood whaler will run away to safety. If we take too long, though, they will be transformed into a demonic soldier and we'll have to kill them. Damn it. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. Our DPS on min-eye level was not sufficient, but when I went through this unsynced to um, take environmental notes, yeah, you, you can save all the soldiers. It is ultimately on how good you are Fuck. to see how many you save. That's messed up, man. Like, I don't know. I thought, like, our... No, I mean, at min-eye level, I think, yeah, you're, you're meant to see some some heavy losses there. So after those series of doors, we round a corner and reach a tall double door flanked by a pair of demonic statues that transform into gargoyles. Oh, who saw that coming? Beyond these is the first boss. The imp jester is back. Mm. Bitches. In the first Hawk Manor, the jester was a duo fight with the skeletal steward. Now, though, the imp has a host of skeletons to call upon. So the fight starts off with two skeleton buddies that go down fast, but the imp will continuously call in more adds throughout the fight. At the end, it summons in three skeletons at once, and it feels a bit like a DPS race to burn the imp down before you're overwhelmed by the adds. Mm -hmm. As when they come out, the incoming damage spikes considerably. The imp also blasts us with ice all throughout the fight, both direct attacks and ranged AoEs. Yeah, what he'll do is put a summoning circle on the ground, which looks super cool. I feel like summoner should have this, black mage should definitely have this. Like if the black mage ley lines look like this, I'd be so happy. If they took up half the arena with your visual effect. I mean, yeah, it's got like it's got like verticality to it. Hey, everyone pay attention to me, the black mage. Correct. Um I mean, they already look pretty cool, but this also looked really cool and i don't think i've seen it's like anywhere else which is cool but also a bummer it was such a neat graphic anyway so he's gonna set this like summoning circle down and eventually skeletons will arise from it and fuck up your shit and yeah so we we wiped one time on this because it just it it became really overwhelming and then our healer got caught. I think it was by a combination ice attack and then an add aggroed on them because yep. you're healing that yep. 
you get that first enmity swipe. Yeah, these these are some big hits. Yep. So yeah, uh, we did wipe once, but then uh, then we we handle it. To be expected on minimum eye level for sure. Um, but yeah, this was a this was kind of a busy fight. There was a lot going on. After defeating the imp, we rush into a hallway with the unique Hawk Manor hard mechanic. We see a long hall flanked by purple glowing lamps that are draped in purple cloth. These are void lamps. They will shoot energy waves across the hall's width in quick succession. Yeah. On normal difficulty, you can just run through these. Enemies will rush you through the purple energy barriers that block the hall's doors. But you should be able to endure the energy waves and the enemies and AoE them down. On min eye level, though, the waves hurt a lot. (laughs) I was carefully trying to pull the enemies back to before the upcoming section of lamps so we could burn them down without getting zapped by the waves. And then when you kill the enemies, that batch of void lamps stops firing. Yeah. So you're like your safe space, essentially, to um, um, in which you can kite future enemies becomes larger because you've deactivated those those aoes so yeah at, at the beginning you only have like a tiny little space um before this the series of purple doors but then yeah you so you you walk in further in more mobs arrive and then you have to kind of pull them back into the safe space because if you just if you just linger in these in the purple doors you're gonna get like two hits and you're done yeah yeah after the next stretch of the lamp menaced halls we kill a void scent who drops a tiny key open a side room and see our old buddy the manor sentry the araman who refuses to die <laughs> we knock him down to half health and then he flees through an energy field blocking the next boss room after he passes through it the field dissipates allowing us to go forward and we see the vast empty red hall and a single foe named ash ash is an arc demon this enemy model reminds me of the rabbit from Donnie Darko. Oh, oh, shit. I didn't look at him too keenly, um, but that's a hell of a similarity. Spooky. These guys look like they're made of rough, dark stone with elongated faces and curving ram horns. This type of void scent is normally created by the possession of the bodies of beasts of burden. They are skilled in weapon crafting, usually, which fits perfectly with this fight. This gen is my favorite boss of the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Ash will highlight strips of ground with glowing blue lines. Oh, it's very cool. Which telegraph energy blades that rush across the marked areas. He will fill most of the arena with these markers, leaving only a small safe area. This is all fine at the beginning. But pretty soon he starts summoning in spinning scythes, which persist for a long time and deal tons of damage if you're inside them. Yes. So now you have to thread the needle between these slowly moving scythe denial areas, plus the ground markers, and then ads start coming in later on too. And also the boss does a pretty wide cleaving attack. So the tanks got to keep them away from the party during all this shit too. Yeah. So it's a lot of different threats to manage. It keeps you mobile. I had a yes. lot of fun doing this. Yes. No, I thought it was great. It it, it really kind of looked gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But we survive all that and we press on. Yeah. We did not wipe. We fucking nailed this. Yeah. Nailed it. 
we move beyond the boss room and gaze into a glowing crystal ball, and we are transported to the manor's basement. This is the same set of long rectangular hallways that we had to run around during normal mode. Void scent patrol these halls, and groups of void scent and skeletons linger in the cells that adjoin the hall. Once they're all dead, the seal blocking the inner chamber vanishes and we can press on to the final boss. This fight takes place in the same room as the manor jester slash manor steward fight from normal mode. Mm -hmm. In this room, we are confronted with Heliconarsis, a succubus with a red energy blade. So I understand this is the Voidsent that is running the whole Lady Amandine horror show. Uh-huh. The one that Lady Amandine bound to restore her beauty. Also, Heliconarsis is not the Voidsent's actual name, but the one that was given to her by Lady Amandine, as uh-huh. Voidsent are loath to reveal their true names. Indeed, yes. This is an ads fight. Heliconarsis does the normal succubus moves, direct attacks, huge point-blank AoEs. She also does Blood Rain, which is a raid-wide attack of falling energy blades. That one hits really hard. Yep. She will summon in several adds in succession. The first one is our bud, the Manor Sentry, the old Araman. Then later on, a couple of succubi. And then she summons in Lady Amandine herself, the boss of the normal mode. The twist, though, is that besides just killing the ads in general, if you lead them for long enough, Heliconarsis will drain the life from them, gaining health and powering up. This didn't happen to us because we're pros, but I believe it's an auto-wipe if she absorbs an ad and they're at full health. Nice. Yeah, cool. Otherwise... I noticed that the Aramon will cast Stone Skin on Lady Amandine, so that will essentially give her a damage shield for a short time if you let it cast the spell. The Succubi she summons, no big deal. And then, of course, um, Lady Amandine does also the standard Succubus stuff because she's just like a Succubus. Yeah, kind of yeah, she's basically like a minion in this fight now. Yep. Yeah. Because we leveled up Jin. We did. And she leveled down. Debatable. We did that. <laughs> she's level 50 still. We did that. But yeah, she's she's not like running the household. No. This is what I call a endurance and target priority fight. If you have it drilled into you to kill the ads, then you'll be fine. But if you kind of tunnel vision on the boss, they're going to get you killed. You will be overrun. Yes. Either from them directly or from the absorption mechanic. Which is cool. Yep. Yeah. But otherwise... We kill Heliconarsis. Everybody. Everybody, yes. And the Hawk Manor is finally, hopefully, purged of Void Scent. Maybe. If you go and visit Ursundel after purging the manor, He is amazed that we prevailed twice against its denizens, and he hopes that Lady Amandine is finally free from her torment. I mean, we hope so, too. That's no way to live. Yep. Um, Though, I mean, I feel like Hawk Manor at this point is basically infested with bedbugs. (laughs) 
I mean, there's, there's, there's no way to get rid of them. Like, it, it was completely, like, soaked with <laughs> Void Scent. I, Even I more so than before. Why Void Scent and bed bugs are correlate? Oh, because you just apparently you can't get rid of them. You know, I think I'm, that... I'm putting down diatomaceous earth. You know, I, I'm putting all of my shit in a, in a hot dryer, and yet they persist. I think that we learned here that Holocarnarsis still was alive after we killed Lady Amandine. And so... She just resurrected everything again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like the one bed bug egg you didn't find. Boom. So hopefully now it's clear for real because <laughs> we killed the queen bed bug. There you go. That's the way it works. Yeah. I'm told. Exactly. You kill the queen and then suddenly everything else is gone. Yep. Any other thoughts on the manor gin? Um... Mm... No, except I'm. I, I guess I'm glad we get to explore the upstairs this time. <laughs> You're dying to know what's up there. What's up there? Turns out it's more doors with tiny keys. That, literally, yes. It's just a series of fucking rooms that need to be open with tiny keys, and every room looks the same. So, I think it's a fun dungeon. I think the boss fights, especially number two, are, are fun. suitably challenging and cool. But yeah, yeah, number one and three are also good too. Yeah, I'm not mad at it at all. And the energy wave mechanic, I wish they. I guess that feels like the um, the seed of an interesting idea. The way it works is that you're not forced to engage with it, but if they had it be more of a, either you have to dodge the waves while you're fighting enemies in the halls, or it's like a timed sprint thing or something. Yeah. Just to kind of up the stakes a little bit, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Totally. Because as it is right now, all you have to do is make sure you bait the enemies into the safe space, yeah. which you will always have. Whether the size of it is what yep. is variable. But um, but yeah, I was like, ooh, do we like time the shit? Are we supposed to kind of like, you know, move the enemies back and forth as we avoid the waves? I mean, you could do that, but you don't have to because there's a safe space. I think the waves come out so fast that you can't really dodge through no, them. No, you just have to be, like, not there. Yeah. Um, because they hit very hard on um, minimum my level. No flexing. <laughs> also, we keep running into these roadblocks for our attempts to get, do the relic quest. We're trying to space it out throughout all of the in-game, the post-game stuff for A Realm Reborn. But it keeps on throwing dungeons at us that we haven't done yet, so it's kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like oh, in the in the in the hunt log or you know whatever it is, the books, um, the stuff we have to kill is is gated behind these dungeons we haven't done yet. And like ah oh, fuck, so it's been like two weeks since we've been able to make any progress on our relics. More than that, but yeah. Yeah, I know it's it's been a really long time. But it's it's going to be like four more weeks, Jen, because we have to do um holotally hard still. Anyways, we'll get there eventually, but um, we got to do some crystal tower first. Yeah, so we'll never, we'll never be done. We'll never be done. The That's relic. not how it works, Jen. Never. That be is done. literally not how it works. <laughs> Next time, we'll be talking about the bard job through level fifty. Ew. See you then. There it is. Thank you again to the listeners who joined us on this run, Fiona and Quill. <laughs> not not and, and not to you know focus too much on aesthetics, but that you know they look look, look great. The, the like little Prothgar Black Mage glam. We had some. I think she was like a here female scholar. Her glam was like super cute. 
almost like a little elf something i don't know it was like totally appropriate anyway like a lot if you want to get in touch with us you can at podreturnffxiv at gmail.com um if you check the show notes you'll find information for our discord and you can join us and talk about uh literally anything um game stuff show your glams join us for group runs etc uh, and we have our uh, Patreon, which is patreon.com slash podreturnffxiv. And if you subscribe, we release bonus episodes um, every couple of weeks. We talk about the seasonal events in game. Um, we talk about other shit like the Final Fantasy trading card game. And then we also have our Final Fantasy XI focused series, Vanadeel, Vansplainer, and this is all in preparation for Dawn Trail, because there's going to be a hell of a crossover. Lots of references, so we want to make sure we're all up to speed on that shit. Um, but yeah, uh, with that, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Have a good day, or night, and we will see you next time.